What's up, everybody? You're watching slash listening to the McAllister Hours. As always, I'm your host. And I am here outside, uh, chilling, doing this intro. Uh, as always, make sure to like and subscribe uh, to the podcast. I stole that from Tim Pool. Yeah, Tim Pool. I w- or, yeah, I always get Tim Pool and Tim Dillon mixed up. Ugh, mixed up. Um, also, before, I guess, the one thing I want to sponsor, uh, hope everybody checks out my EP, Lost in the City by McQueen, uh, links can be below in the description, uh, I, pro- I put that out about a week and a half ago, so I'm doing that right now, Jesus. Having dogs, man. Having dogs is rough. Um, today on the podcast, we had Jackson Place, a uh, longtime friend, comrade. Uh, I think I've known him for about, uh, I want to say five years. I think it's about right. I think I met him for, no, 2017 maybe. 17, 18. I think we talked about this last time he was on the podcast because we couldn't remember. Because yeah, it's weird. We we kind of we kind of come in and out of each other's lives, uh, and I, you know recently we kind of you know reconnected and obviously we did the episode. Uh, but I mean I say it in the episode first, so I won't go into it too much. But uh, this motherfucker's been here since the beginnings. OG, uh, and it was a great time having have him on per usual. Um, and yeah, so I, I thought, I thought this would be like a good intro, just, you know, using the same positive vibe and energy that, uh, Jackson so, uh, regularly promotes in both his music and himself. So I thought I would do this for that. All right. Without further ado, here's the episode, motherfuckers. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Jackson Place? Everybody, he's been back, but we're we're in a new setup. True, true. You have been. I'm going to shout you out a little bit in the beginning, make you all nervous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you let's go. you have a you've been a pretty big part of both the podcast and my music since the beginning. So to see you still hanging on, you know, I remember our first episode we did where it was on the couch. True. And with the desk, it was really weird. That's fun. Set up. Uh, what's what's it? Who was the guy? That was? Rodney. Rodney. Yeah. LA. His, his girl was asleep. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> for real. It's good shit, man. Uh, I, uh, you know, I remember when, uh, when we were first getting to know each other. You actually were a big part of me. You know, continuing hip hop mm. because I remember like just feeling really, yeah, just feeling not feeling any kind of love or praise or success or really getting anything out of my music true so it, it, i think it was the yeah it was the first time i performed actually you encouraged me to um continue to do that so i don't know i always ha- i always have a um high thoughts of you so i appreciate you being here today it's a lot of fun hell yeah man i'm glad i could uh encourage you and i'm glad you're sticking with it it's uh <laughs> it's really you know something you got to practice if if you enjoy it creation is just like that so it's cool to see you continue bro for real thank you thank you you definitely have a you have a very uh positive vibe and it radiates off you every time i see you i appreciate that i try you know I, you know everything that they don't see i try and keep you know good vibes continuing because we all go through things exactly exactly you know? yeah that's the that's the passage of life facts i saw uh, i saw you recently got um some new equipment true for your studio uh we've been talking you uh we might do some recording together or something um you've been you, you've mentioned that you're increasing and improving your studio what you've been getting what's been going on with that yeah so i mean like i'm kind i'm really on my independent like 
I'm, I'm on my independent sort of music grind because I, I really I enjoy what the industry does and I value that sort of sound quality. So I'm trying to tap in with my own sort of, you know, my own sort of production because I feel like I have the capability to do it. Um, you know, knowledge is out there everywhere. I can learn every day. And it's just been a cool process to learn how to make beats, engineer, mix everything, and, you know, put out songs from beginning to end. It's pretty pretty inspiring to do it myself. That's why I don't want to rely on anyone, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, we were talking about this last episode. I've mentioned this several times. Like, that just seems to be where the industry is moving. It's yeah. like an independent... Not, not that this is you by any means, but like, you know, any jackass can get a, a computer and a microphone and, mm. you know, make something. It's true. It's, it, it, not to criticize anyone, but that's just, you know, it's different than, you know, NWA or whatever, you know, early days, 30, 40 years ago where you had to rely on the record companies. Yeah, true. I mean, the crazy thing that we have nowadays at such a disposal is like the marketing and the knowledge because I don't know, I'm a. I'm a real believer that as much as money as you put into like your studio or like your time going to the studio to pay the engineer, you should put that much money, you know, a thousand for the studio, I'd put a thousand into marketing too. Cause then, you know, you're at your own disposal to put yourself out there as much as you want. People don't, I mean, I, I shouldn't say people don't, I myself feel like I could do better at doing that. And you know, many, maybe other people feel the same. I could too. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of that's just, you know, cost. Right, like right. Uh, I don't know what the rate is for, like you know, whatever, like the the Facebook and Instagram type of promoting stuff. I don't yeah, know. but that's you know, it's probably more than a Netflix subscription or something. I it, mean, it, it's actually really malleable because there's a there's kind of a cool. I've done it for a few posts here and there just to play with it and also kind of you know boost a little bit. But basically, you just make a decent post, some genuine to you know your page, and then you can boost it. And uh, whether you're promoting your product or your project, whether you're just kind of promoting your vibes, you can, um, it shows up as a sponsored ad. So people Mm -hmm. know. So it's better to do it with things that you want, you know, generally to be sold so they can click more or shop now. But, you know, you can boost it for as little as $1 a day for 10 days. So pay $10. That's not bad. Yeah. You can like control it every dollar of the way. And you can probably even like... I don't know, time it out to be like, you know, peak days of the week or peak hours or something like that. Yeah. Spread it out. Definitely. That's that's another thing of just the knowledge, though, because you got to really just kind of understand, you know, what marketing um, for, for you and your niche needs. Because, you know, sometimes people will say like, I don't know, 12 to 2 is a good time to do it. Sometimes like 7 to 8 in the morning or 7 to 8 at night is a good mm-hmm. time to do it. Just times that you know people are going to be on their downtime maybe on their phone more often than not or at lunch on their breaks stuff like that i don't know yeah it's a it's a really hard thing to uh you know really grasp and kind of like you know figure out i'm actually going to be taking a class in college about that very same thing so maybe i'll learn yeah um but yeah man it it almost feels like not to you know i don't know it almost feels like a scam in a way (laughs) you know what i mean like you're just like you're you're paying like the same corporate entities like you're just paying to like hey can you can you choose to like give me a spot (laughs) in and what you you know decide i don't know that's that's probably me being negative but there's i mean there's kind of loopholes around it too because it's all about the algorithm and that's what that boosting kind of does you almost buy your way into the algorithm and it does work a little bit but then there's better ways to do it too to where like if you're if you're active more you're posting things that you know are um could be a little more vague to your lifestyle less daily i mean you know daily things but at the same time just like your story should be what you're doing every day so people can kind of relate to you you know see what you're on and then your posts should be like highlights flag points you know things that that you want people to grasp of you for a while (laughs) you know what i mean and then you know like three or four hashtags spaced out they say uh, relevant to what you're putting out or like you know the timed posts as well as even like liking a bunch of other people's posts in the mm, same hashtags yeah, stuff. That, yeah. Th- those are two of my problems is i'm not active enough in the social media stuff yeah. and i don't do anything during my day <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't have anything to share <laughs> it's like that i don't know um 
it, it's really just a lot of a lot of knowledge that is to be acquired you know what i'm saying exactly yeah well and you know that that is like the double-edged sword is like the, you know talking against these corporations it's also on the internet which can be an amazing tool for an artist to figure out that kind of stuff i know you and i have had the you know discussion where <clears throat> you know i'm in video production but like there's a good chance that i could just learn all of that online for right. cheaper i had a teacher who was this entire class was just zooming other video tutorials that were i would bet nine times out of ten chance that it was cheaper than the class that i paid for wow and it i mean towards the end maybe he offered a little bit more like hands-on tutorial and that kind of thing but i don't know it just it seems like like that's almost a scam anyway it's not but like it just they really need to like figure out that disconnect yeah i feel you man it's it's crazy we're in the age of information that you know mm-hmm. it, anything that um it's funny you can find any answer to any question that you want on the internet which is like you said kind of a double-edged sword as well because you can get you can gain knowledge but then you have to also source credibility heavily mm. especially in today's age because if you don't then you can literally find an answer to a crazy absurd question you know that i think that's maybe where people have sort of gone down the rabbit hole with in the, few, in the yeah. past and such. Well, this is kind of going into a bigger thing, I guess, but like, you know, echo chambers. Oh, true. You know, uh, it, it, cause you know, with, inf- I guess nah, that doesn't really have any relation to art. Sorry. I'm just going on a tangent there, but in, in, in the end, yes. Uh, it, it, you can find quite a bit of stuff online for, uh, you know, what we do as musicians or, you know, artists or anything. Right. It's really, and it's truly amazing the tools compared to what it was 10, 20 years ago. Yeah, facts. It took them like, they would literally have to cut and chop samples by tape. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> now we get to literally just push a button, quantize it within 16, you know, mm-hmm. slices on my quick sampler and then put it up where I need to. I don't know. You just play it on my drum pad how I want. It's crazy. Yeah. Or people would like, you know, do rap sets purely by disc, you know disc scratching yeah full mc that's I mean, insane that is dope too i mean i've done definitely like live beat sessions where homies just play beats and then we get up on the stage and freestyle that's really fun mm-hmm. it's also good practice too especially with people that are on the stage trying to get live and enjoy themselves too you know if it's a bunch of bums and the energy's dry <laughs> you can't do it <laughs> yeah man uh i performed recently a couple months ago hell yeah and I you know the people that showed up it was great I had a good time overall but I mean that was definitely you know toward the latter end of all the you know mandates ending so it I I definitely understand what you're saying like performing for like like kind of a, a you know a group that just isn't that into it you know it's just sparse you look out in the crowd and you're like oh, there aren't really like that many people here I'm kind of just oh well I'm just gonna do my own thing. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of half the reason why I stopped performing um, as mm. much, even, like, yeah. before COVID, really, because it started to be this whole thing where it was like I was trying to pander to the crowds that would just go out and want to see something. Mm. And I respect that. I respect the grind. I'm not saying it's not a thing. Um, some You do have to do it to some point. But, I, that you know, that's sort of like paying your dues. But at the same point, once you sort of know the music you can create and you know that putting yourself out there market wise that people will you know quote unquote f with you you know um then it's it's just easier to put your own stuff out and then hope that you can link with people within the locations and venues that can really put yourself on you know what i'm saying put your own shows out there because then you, you cater to your own niche crowd versus the tickets and people that someone else may have brought or you don't even know and which you know like we keep saying it's a double-edged sword. People get to see you. New people get to find out about you. Can build your following, but at some point you got to take over for yourself and put your show, put your shows under your own pocket. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And and you know that's kind of the stuff that I struggle with. Like, and I think a lot of people struggle with this. Like, where do you start in that? Mm. Like, where? Like, how do you get to a point where you're performing? Yeah, I, I'm still trying to break into it myself. I'm just speaking on like what i'm you know what i believe and what i'm doing right now i agree yeah. with you i don't really know how either <laughs> <laughs> well i remember the <clears throat> the you know the first show i did and we both did that 
you know, kind of that same thing, like pandering to the crowd. Like, excuse me. There were, you know, there were a lot of people there that were just there for the drinks. Right. You know, and that's a lot of Iowa. And yeah, that's just because, um, I mean, this, this town is building for sure. This town is building music wise. I mean, even the skate park brought a lot of people to the city. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I, here, let me make a note because I wanted to ask you about that. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> um, did you go to that thing? Yeah, definitely. How was that? Um, so I was there for like the three opening days that they let the locals skate. And then I went to the do tour um, for like a day and a half. I was, I kind of missed the free passes the other days, but it was fun, man. A lot of cool, cool um, interactions with all the pros and it's crazy to see famous skateboarders in our city doing tricks on the skate park. We're going to get to skate forever. You know what I mean? Damn. It's it's like, it's too surreal. You get there and you're like, this is not, what? This is fake. <laughs> this can't be real. <laughs> Fucking Iowa is down with the hippie skateboarders. <laughs> Man, we're, we're, we're not going to get kicked out of everywhere now. <laughs> we have somewhere to go. Has that, because uh, you... I guess it's kind of, I wanted to talk about that later, you traveling, but like, I guess compared to other places, <clears throat> has, how's like the skateboarding here? Uh, you know, how's it changed over the years? Like, have you had to deal with a lot of like, you know, old people like, ah, fuck you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm just one perspective on it, but mm. if I, if I would say myself, I think this town's becoming a lot more accepting of skateboards. And even then we are pretty accepting already versus some cities. Yeah. Cause there's definitely places that you just every single block you get to they just get looked at weird because it's so foreign there's not many people that do it especially obviously smaller towns you know mm, yeah and um des moines kind of a small town big or a small city big town sort of thing so yeah. it kind of has that whole like the culture grows in its own way like, huh. you know what i mean yeah it's yeah. really it's really organic here is what it feels like that's kind of why the music is i feel like taking off but slowly you know what i mean people are really talented here but we don't know how to tap in yet we're all learning how to yeah trying our hardest too most of us i think it's going to take i think it's going to take some time that's before, cool that's before Des Moines be. gets there yeah exactly exactly you want to do it right mm-hmm. you don't want to you know it's like detroit kind of like like that's you know it's old history but like that was historically a city that like grew really fast the industrial revolution just like you know, and then everybody knows that, you know, it turned into, I mean, I think, I think it's better now, but you know, Eminem and all that <laughs> wasn't a great place to live. But, uh, with skateboarding, when did you start doing that? Oh, I mean, like, honestly, I've been skateboarding since I was like, I mean, I got my first skateboard when I was eight. Um, I rode my cousins a lot before then too, even. Um, but I, I really started taking it seriously by probably 11, like sixth going to the, going into sixth grade. Because just good transportation. All my <laughs> friends were doing it too. You know, I just I fell in love with actually riding it. And uh, just as your kid, you just need something. So I just wanted to get better. Mm. I uh, I missed the boat on the skateboarding, unfortunately. I feel you. Um, I I did enjoy the longboard a little bit. True. But I had a bad instance where I went down a hill too fast and the car um, was oncoming. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. Glad you're okay. I've Um, seen crazy stuff happen. I feel you. Have you seen people like, like, what's like the worst injury you've probably seen? Oh man, we were just having fun riding our, um, like our actual cruiser boards. I have a penny board. They're like the smaller ones. Okay. Like almost like a banana board. Um, But me and two buddies were riding around uh, kind of his neighborhood. We were going down a really big hill. It was kind of later at night, and we were going to go home pretty soon. And my buddy was on one of the penny boards, and he's not as good at skating yet, but he knew how to, like, hold his own and get down the bottom of hills and stuff like that. Oops. <laughs> but, um, man, yeah, at the bottom of the hill, there was, like, a left turn and a sand patch. And he hit the sand patch and flew about a street, a street's worth, like, flipping forward. And then he did the full flip, and as he continued the flip hit his back on the curb kind of did another somersault and a half and then landed in the grass on the other side of the curb and man oh, it was yeah. just scary to watch because we really thought he was gonna gonna be just not be able to walk he, he like flipped backwards into a curb type thing did he sustain any injury any major injuries well it was weird because when he, the first thing he did was when he slipped 
he bounced off his like knees and elbows. And so like the main impact was like here and his knees. So it seemed like the, um, you know, he kind of saved himself with that and got mainly just road rash. But that's probably the worst fall I've ever seen in my life. Damn. Like personally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are always those videos. I was watching a video the other day of some guy, or I guess it wasn't skateboarding. Have you heard like the thing where like people hang off their backs, the oh, like the hooks and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that weird, crazy shit. There was a guy who like cl- climbed up a thing and like hung off it, and then like he landed and like you know his his bottom. Uh, God, I'm being an idiot right now. Shin, his shin split in half and like stuck out of his leg and all that. You know, they have those horrible videos on the. <laughs> Yeah, you you could find anything on the internet. Be careful, kids. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, it's good that you haven't seen like any like horrible injuries like that. I feel like if if I was into skateboarding, I saw something like that, that would maybe think twice about. I don't know, maybe put the board away for. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he skates much anymore. Not gonna lie, I've had some crazy falls, but the worst really was probably just like a really bad skin knee that turned into kind of like a an. An infection that wouldn't oh, go shit. away. It took Goddamn. like three months to like heal. It was bad, but it happens. Have you? Have, this is gonna sound like a PG question, or whatever. But have you ever like worn a helmet? Like, like, do you like? Like, is, was that something that you started out doing and then kind of just got comfortable without it ever? Well, at like skate parks, like indoor skate parks, private ones that you pay to get into. Oh, you, you have, have to. to wear a helmet when you're under eighteen. Uh, and then as I you're see. an adult, you can make your own choice. But <laughs> How it should be. <laughs> I think that's the only time I've ever worn a helmet skating. Not going to lie. Was at a park like that. I just don't, I don't know. It, it always, as a kid, messed with me. Like I couldn't, hmm. couldn't do it. I don't know. I should have because <laughs> might have been more confident skating bigger things. Especially hmm. if my head was protected. That's Yeah, like those crazy, I always used to watch those as a kid. The crazy BMX shit. Yeah. Where like the, the, the huge, woo. Oh, true. Yeah, or like even just like big half pipe skating that yeah, kids can yeah. do it really well sometimes because they've been training for years with a helmet and knee pads, how to slide and fall and get the mm. tricks they want done safely. You mm. know, that's that's a I didn't even think about that. Like learning how to fall, that's probably a pretty important. Part it's of so it. important. It's almost like the half of the battle with skateboarding because if you don't, you're, you're falling easily. Like more than you're learning your tricks if you're really trying to learn your tricks i mean i would say so some people are really consistent you know once you get the trick down or whatever but for the most part you're just like trying to figure the trick out at first and that's a lot of falling or even just trying to push bigger tricks down bigger stairs and bigger obstacles it's a lot of like being okay with falling you know or Mm. just doing it and then whatever happens during the motions either works or it doesn't you know (laughs) It's true. It's a weird battle of, like, fighting fear the whole time. Mm. That, I, honestly, I see a lot of fearless skateboarders. Yeah, it's crazy. That, that, that's the part I can't get past. I kind of like motorcycles. Like, oh, true. <laughs> you definitely have to have that extreme, uh, that extreme lifestyle and that extreme blood, you know? Yeah, like the, the desire for, like, a rush. Adrenaline junkies. Adrenaline, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm content with just eating potato chips. And See, I need a skater chick, man, because <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> a skater chick, you said? Yeah, adrenaline junkie chick. <laughs> That's that, all me. That'd be a lot to keep up with, though. <laughs> she, I'm a lot to keep up with. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, self-awareness. Is, um, so you recently traveled to <clears throat> both New York and Florida. Mm. Um, how, how, were, how were your experiences with that? Did you have a good time? Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't, I'm just trying to, quote unquote, date myself, if that makes <laughs> sense. So I'm just trying to treat myself all year and just enjoy um, really everything. It's the first kind of summer that my whole schedule is kind of in my control, just with work being as um, malleable as it is with my father and such. I'm grateful for that. Mm. Um, anyway point being florida was dope new york was dope i like new york a little more new york's kind of uh you know very energetic and that's that's a lot more me but it was good to relax and just chill out in Mm. florida for sure i needed that too so yeah date yourself (laughs) (laughs) treat yourself too yeah 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 yeah. 
I don't, I don't remember the last time I've been on vacation like that. Uh, well, I've never been to Florida or New York, but yeah, life's short. You got to go while you can. You really never know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of cliche, obviously, but it's true. No, I mean, look, I mean, COVID. You know, not Thank to talk you. about this too much, but like that, that really taught. I think that taught me, like, fuck, I need to like really do some shit. I'm trying to, I'm trying to work as much as I can this summer, so I can, you know, have something that I can, you know, go go somewhere with. True. That's how I kind of feel too. I'm, uh, I'm, I want to hopefully release enough music this year to get, you know more and more of a following as i continue to release music throughout the next couple of years and this is this year is kind of like the release the first singles see what mm-hmm. my hits are and then make a couple albums based on that you know because it's all trial and error oh god you're good um did you did you do any music while you're up there well i mean in florida i was just making beats because i had like two weeks in florida so i brought my you know my mm-hmm. midi drum pad and my computer and I didn't do much, but I was definitely, definitely just like on downtime, you know, playing around, seeing some creations. And then um, in New York, I actually, it was only there for, I was only there for four days. So we just brought our skateboards and clothes, took a bunch of pictures. And I did a really cool uh, trick that was kind of a battle for me at one of the skate, skate spots that is pretty, pretty known in the skate world. Mm-hmm. Columbus Square. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I think I've heard that uh, term that place it's fun um but yeah it's cool i i really like traveling because you get to always experience a little bit of new perspective every time you go and that's you know i think important for a person to mature in life if you don't get to see what mm-hmm. other people are doing around you kind of get stuck in your own bubble your your own comfortability and you know you end up sort of not taking things as much of a blessing as they should be you know they, they, i feel attacked <laughs> I don't mean you. Just I mean like anyone in general. I, I I feel that that's what happens to me especially. I'm only ever one to speak for myself, so I'm never talking directly to anyone like that. But I feel you. <laughs> uh, do you feel like <clears throat> you said you make mu- you know you're making music? Do you feel like your location had an influence? Uh, and, and like, do you think you like had different music or had some kind of different information or inspiration from where you were? Um. I think, yeah, definitely, because I really like a lot of uh, New York trap and New York hip-hop right now. Mm-hmm. Joey Badass has always been one of my oh, favorite yeah. artists. I've been really getting into him lately, actually. Dude, he's a legend in my in my book. Um, I don't know. Yeah, so for me, going to New York and just seeing as much culture and diversity as they have, it's just so eye-opening and such a treat, really, honestly. it You just get to... I don't know. You get to experience so much in such a quick time that it's hard to even describe right now. Yeah, like I, I, I feel like you would have to stay in New York for a significant amount of time to get everything out. I mean, that's for any city, but especially yeah. New York. No, yeah, that city is just so dense with um, you know all the possibilities of, I guess, perspective and culture. Honestly, just there's so so many people in such a small place and ironically in the small place that it is it's so expansive there's so many little nooks and crannies and things to do everywhere it's crazy it's obviously places you shouldn't go <laughs> but i mean that depends on who you are i guess if you see someone under uh in an alley giving themselves the vaccine don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah no don't doubt, no doubt. <clears throat> Dang, um that's funny <laughs> i'm sorry i stole that from mark, uh, mark norman uh so you have kind of always talked about like you know wanting to relocate in the future and not necessarily live in Iowa. God damn, I'm gonna dry throat. Um, I was actually just listening to your EP, your latest EP last night, and you yeah, have verse like I want my children to have mountains or something like that. Um, what what thoughts do you have about like relocating? Do you uh, do you have any any plans or any thoughts? Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think of what the line is that you said. I know what you're talking about. I remember the I children announce part. I don't. One day. <coughs> um. And one day I'll say peace to this town. It's nothing personal, but my kids deserve uh-huh. a mountain, and I'll be bouncing back ah, here one yes. day to build a jungle gym for all the kids to play 
for innocent souls with happiness. Money never will control if we have bliss. Yeah, so basically, I'm, I'm trying to say, like, I want my kids to have a, a, a mountain, literally. You know, I want them to be able to see the mountains, if that's their thing, if they want to be in the mountains. But then I also want to give them a mountain of things, I'm the world. You know what I mean? It's like mm -hmm. a metaphor for being able to give them the enormity. I see. So, like, I just want to be able to provide everything is what I'm saying. And to me, I have to leave, um, obviously, to find, you know, where to live. Obviously, to find who to live and how I'm going to pay for living there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or who to live there with, sorry, and then how I'm going to pay for living there. So, yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm just, I'm on a single grind, but at the same time, I'm just learning about myself and... Always knowing I'll have a family one day. Yeah, exactly. You know, I people should really have patience. Um, <clears throat> honestly, something that I've struggled. <laughs> I feel me um, too. But you know, it is really important. It, it, it sounds cliche, but it really is like you know the person will like you know come and be there. And you know, unfortunately, I'm I'm uh, I'm too nice for sure. I'm way mm, too nice sometimes. Same. So I, I'll give my heart to someone without really noticing how much they're not feeling the same and it's just it's okay you learn those lessons and that's why i'm you know a lot better at just noticing what i need from uh from somebody else and never settling for less right now because it's just you know it's not worth it don't want to waste no one's time that's key uh you definitely don't want to settle for less in relationships like you, you don't want to you don't you gotta be aware of like red flags or things that um you know, might lead to this is turning into the, the view. Let's get back to music. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, though. I agree with what you're saying. I'm not trying to stop you, but no, yeah. you're good. That's actually a perfect segue. Uh, I'm going to vote. We take a little break here, okay. and then we're going. I do have questions about music, so okay. we will get back to that. We are back, everybody. Um, we're going to get to your. We were going to talk about your music. Uh, you just released. An EP, Forever Supported. Um, get into that. What? Uh, who did the beats? How? What was the process making that? So, um, almost a year and a half ago, kind of like August 2019, maybe even, that's obviously longer than that, um, um, me and a buddy named Midwest Matt, who you know, mm -hmm. we kind of just picked out some beats and started uh, organizing some of the writtens that I already had, some of the... Cause I, I write sometimes just to clear my mind and I'll write just poetry, uh, you know, or lyrics that I think uh, make sense rhythm wise. And then they don't always work on some beats or like I'll write it to that beat and then want to change a beat later. And then I'll have, you know, certain pages of written that are the same topic. So he kind of helped me at the time uh, organize them onto beats and into songs. And then uh, he got me in the studio. We sort of worked out a deal where I'd, uh, you know, certain fee or pricing. And then um, over that time, it was kind of on me to just hit him up when I needed to record. And he helped me push uh, a lot, honestly, at times that, you know, I probably spaced off a little more than possible, probably <laughs> needed. But yeah, basically, it was just a, a learning process of seeing what I can do with music and, um, you know, putting my flows out there. That's cool, man. Uh, you know, I can definitely tell that with that mixtape that you've improved your craft and Thank you. you know um there's it's you know like i was talking about kind of in the beginning you know i both know each other we you know we've seen each other both grow and progress and it's cool to see that you know you're finally on spotify and all that it's Thank good stuff you. man thank you yeah i actually got a a two dollar payout <laughs> <laughs> from the dividends uh the last quarter which is it's nothing because it to me it doesn't seem like you know that's oh people are getting thousands but if you think about it, Spotify takes how many plays to get how uh, like a a dollar? So to me, that was pretty cool. I don't know what the exact number is, but I know that Spotify is not the the highest paying one. Basically, no. the biggest I'm pretty sure, if I'm correct, is Apple Music, and then Tidal mm -hmm. is right behind that. So check me out, Apple Music, Jackson Place, forever support. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna stop sharing Spotify. I'd be like, all right, I don't have an iPhone, but go, <laughs> go to share them all. I mean, because realistically, yeah, true, it all helps. And I think Spotify is still even higher than YouTube. So 
Mm. You know, and then if you're working through a distribution company, you're released on everything anyways. So who knows where those dividends really came from? <laughs> but um, it does show you if you look on the, you know, your yeah. statistics and whatnot. Yeah, the the artists or I guess whatever. It's well, like I, your your quarterly analytics, basically. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I just uh, I just switched to DistroKid. How'd you? Uh, yeah, same for right now. Um, I was looking at United Masters. I was thinking about that. I don't know. My, right now, I'm gonna stick with DistroKid. That's uh, that's what's gonna work for me currently. If I find a different route, then I do, and um, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you know, it's it's the uh, it's the independent route. You know, just yeah. like we were talking about before. I think per play, it's like point uh, zero eight of a cent. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. So yeah, um, that you know, it's hard to compete. It's definitely harder to compete against you know the people. Who everybody listens to which if you if, which is crazy because you could be the best rapper in the world and like not that many people notice you like literally these melodic trap rappers who do have a lot of value i listen to many people so i, I mean i couldn't even say yes yes or no to this per, this or that person but basically what i'm saying is you could have so much all the skill in the world and still not be paid your value because the game has been bought and sold for so low right now like really you have to yeah. work so hard to put maybe what you feel is like your best song and maybe a hundred other people do out to a thousand people. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's the problem is like the convenience of these stream platforms is devalued music. It has. And then, um, that's another reason that the industries and labels are hugely or wait, uh, widely valuable because they, they offered a lot of that, you know, uh, widespread, um, notice. They offer a lot of that sort of like, less exclusiveness or they offer that sort of like less uh in inclusive uh route that you don't have to take I i'm sorry i kind of said that weird but like <laughs> they offer a lot more availability into the market so i'm saying <laughs> yes yes that that is the you know that's the positive the one of the few positives about going that route is like you do kind of get that boost for real yeah. and that's why you see a lot of like um, a lot of rappers, when they get really big and get a, a huge following, they make their own label. Like, for instance, Travis mm. Scott, mm. Cactus I Jack. Know that. Yeah, he made yeah he made his own label, Cactus Jack. I I'm, I believe, you know. Um, I don't know. Shit. The independent thing though, it's I, the last tape I bought all my beats from independent producers or people that um thankfully have also produced for a lot of big artists uh i was able to get mm. a beat from piso a shout mm. out piso and um i was able to get a beat from jc got it bumping and uh suedo beats so you know it's mm. you gotta credit those um producers and pay them what they what they're supposed to for those beats that's their job you know and it feels good when you do it and then put a tape out supporting yourself in them you know what i mean so has it always when you're going through that process has it always been just the down payment or do they ever expect like that if you get a certain percentage that you have to pay them from like what you get played well i'm sure that's definitely a route to take if you if you definitely you know if a song blows up and you only got the standard lease be a man pay the pay the producer what they deserve for you know their credit if you want the whole beat get the exclusive rights and you have to work with people if you're not a, as big of an artist they might not give you as big of a break on those exclusive rights price but that's just how it goes you got to work up in the game and pay your dues i think that's really kind of what it is you know yeah it's a fickle bitch <laughs> but it is it is what it is you know exactly. if, you, if you love it if you love spitting if you love making music uh if you love hip-hop shit then you know you got to keep pushing and just like i said pay those dues because you if you do you and you're worth it people will notice you you just have to Make sure you got that juice. You know what I'm saying? If you not, if you don't have like that juice, they're like, "What is he doing here?" <laughs> Sorry, maybe I shouldn't have done, no, done that. Oh no, dude, we're, we're uncensored. It's all good. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, but uh, yeah, th there's oh, shit. I lost my train of thought. God damn it! <laughs> it be happening. It be happening, man. Shout uh, out to a lot of your. <laughs> yep. Uh, your your album cover. Uh, jack's bar that that was that was a that was on the cover what what's the significance to that for you um well mainly the the album is called forever supported and it's um 
its message and the songs on it mainly mean to me like I'm uh, forever supporting those that have forever supported me. And uh, if I see some real loyalty within people that I continue to interact with and grow, then I will forever support them as well. It's also a thing like I forever support myself and my energy and what I choose to put out. And then um, that picture itself was taken with my mom before I was one years mm. old in San Francisco. Um, and yeah, I don't know. My mom has had my baby brother in her tummy like right before she was even showing and you know she's holding me in front of the bar of the kid that she just had named jack so it was cool for her and then you know whatever 22 years later that kid <laughs> then puts out an album with her on the cover I've, i don't know i felt right you know i'm forever supportive huh. that's my mom hmm. you know what i mean she's always been there for me too she's always she's always been one to be like you know fuck your music fuck your skateboarding your brain is dope like just continue. You got this. You know, like, she's just such a cool person. Hmm. That's awesome, man. That's Shout awesome. out, Mom. Love you. Um, you know, and that's something that's always been evident with you is, like, you definitely have, like, a... Not, not that we need to get too deep into all that, but, like, you definitely have, like, a base of people that, like, y you know, I can just tell that there's a lot of energy there, you know? True. I mean, we don't have a, you know, don't have anything if you don't have, like five or six solid people that you can really talk to and count on you know that's how i feel for real family you know my brother my mom and my dad and my grandma have always been those people right now and then um we have a pretty big family too and i love everyone not everyone's around as often whether it's us or them but in general if you don't have those people in life like whether your friends or your family to support you it's hard. People it gets get rough. yeah. People just just get crazy, you know. Just kind of feel boxed in and alone. Whether I mean, even in a world full of people. Yeah. So yeah, where it's definitely a it can be a lonely world for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, how's your family uh, receptive to your music? Do they all like it? I mean, they they definitely are really supportive for sure. Like you know, they forever support mm -hmm. me. Yep. Oh, yeah. Hashtag. Um, but <laughs> but the main thing is is that like. Not everyone's going to find value in what you do. Yeah, exactly. And you have to accept that. So, like, my family, um, namelessly, not everyone supported me. Like, maybe even the, the lyrics that I choose to be relevant for my life. Or, like, my lifestyle, such as uh, herbally or whatever. And so, it has had some backlash. But for the most part, it's been all love. You know what I mean? It's been all support. And um, they know that I'm going to do what i want to do and be successful at it that's awesome man so that's awesome that you got that really grateful for it honestly yeah uh you know not everybody can say that they have a, you know parent you know parents and family that are you know like you said like no matter what you do they're gonna entrust that you're doing you know what's best for you and they're supportive of that yeah not to say they won't call me on my bullshit but, <laughs> you know like well that's good too they can't just entirely be like all right we'll give you six, you know ten thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> no they, they don't give no it's all me yeah, they don't yeah. give me no money that's not like that yeah. i hear what you're saying though but no yeah they you know if i have people that will like you know check me on my shit if i need to if i'm falling off a certain way here or there then you know they'll be the first person to say uh hey i noticed you could do better, you know what I mean, like or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, no, it's it's important to have that balance. Yeah. You know, it's like it's kind of like having a you know a mentor or something. You right. Know, they they you know they give you a certain amount of care and love, but they're also gonna you know discipline you in a way and be like, hey, like you gotta like this is the way you gotta do this. Right. You know. And then another thing like that forever supported, I forever support myself too, to where I'm gonna forever check myself too that's important too like learn not only to accept what people help uh give you advice upon but then maybe also be good at checking yourself too before sometimes that advice is needed you know because if people aren't around if you don't have anybody then who else do you have but to but yourself to check yourself you know what i mean and sometimes even as supportive as we are sometimes there is no one around so it's important yeah yeah uh yeah and you know if you don't necessarily have family for some reason like find find friends find core friends right. and, and you know it, it's hard this day and age with covid 
and even though it's letting up and uh you know this the fact that everybody's kind of glued in their social media but yeah. you know if you can do it like you know don't be nervous like you know try to be friends with people yeah i mean just putting yourself out there in in like exactly. like-minded um you know areas and situations helps meet new people all the time mm-hmm. that's actually how we met yeah you know was just putting ourselves out there and we both saw each other out and about doing our thing so it just goes to show that you know it's just part of it you have to take that little bit of leap of faith and you know try and interact exactly exactly yeah uh you know putting yourself out there will you know if you do in the right way it'll attract the right people right um one of the, one of the last things i want to talk about uh you're you a big theme in your you know you have a lot to say in your music a big theme in your music has always been your uh you know like your spirituality and just kind of like what we were talking earlier like your positive you know ener- you know positive energy um what not to get too personal but like what are like some of your beliefs and like and how does that play a part in your music um i mean like i don't i'm not technically religious i don't follow a specific religion i'd say i follow my spirit and my heart um but there's a saying that i've lived by for a while that's like there's nothing physical or mental that isn't also spiritual in other words i'm not trying to separate um everything that makes sense like Basically, I kind of believe that just, like, the essence you choose to put out is always going to be um, what you're put obviously getting back. So it's important to be that person to check yourself every day, and then you're able to put out that good energy. And uh, it's weird to say, but it's cliche at the same time. Um, you will get that energy back, so I don't know. My, my whole thing in my music is just trying to be honest with myself and the lessons I learn in life and maybe share the silver lining that got me through some of the darker times because i always end up bringing up some you know deeper shit that it was on my mind that's why i got it on on the notebook that's mm. why i got it on my head because that's one of the things i used to cope with this so you know it just it's it's a cool process of you know just learning learning myself and learning how the world works with me in it it's cool <laughs> uh no and you know like i said i think it's really good that you have all that positive energy so how do you how do you like how do you deal with uh you know how do you deal with and cope with like negativity you know the times where you kind of mentioned it but like the times where like you know you're just kind of you're down and you know things aren't going right i mean the thing that helps mainly um right now is well definitely talking to someone if there's something that will not just get off my mind you just have to talk to somebody sometime. Um, and hopefully it's one of those core people you trust because yeah. then they can give you the best advice most of the time or maybe not any advice at all, just let you vent. Um, I don't know. I, another thing that really helps, obviously, is some, you know, little herbal medicine. <laughs> but um, like I said, too, the writing thing, um, sometimes when I'm really caught up on a subject, it, it helps to put on maybe a beat that I've made or someone else has made even to get the topic out and then um kind of stick on the topic and you know write some lyrics and some poetry mm-hmm. to that because you know once you get it out then you get it out and you can even like burn that page or you know yeah, whatever you yeah. want to do you know you don't yeah. have to use it that's the cool part but that helps me i don't know i'd, I'd be driving in my car a lot i'd be listening to music by myself you know another thing skateboarding if i'm active on my skateboard every day my mind is so much calmer, like especially for the rest of the day, like afterwards. So, try and stay active. Yeah, yeah, exercise is key. Yeah, or you know, just getting out, getting that vibe. Work out too. I work out. Well, you know, that's that's one of the that's one of the beautiful things about hip hop is I feel like it's it's almost like a form of like journaling, or like self therapy. It can be I, for sure. It's the be- and to me that's why hip hop and rap is the best genre because you mm-hmm. can, like you said, just self journal. Yeah, yeah. I I usually tend to take more negative approach <laughs> that's okay <laughs> it's your music exactly exactly fuck the haters <laughs> seriously it's good to listen to them because then you know uh you got mm. if you don't have them then you're not doing something right that's true that's true you know it's kind of funny with this podcast like i almost get excited when i get this like because <laughs> i mean somebody's like you know it's it's right it, it, it's kind of the sad thing about the internet but like conflict like mm. rises to the top in the internet 
like I, and like i wouldn't like engage with the person in the comments or anything like that but it, it's just kind of funny to see people like watch it and they're like oh my god i can't believe it. <laughs> or whatever like fuck you like what did you just say <laughs> i didn't like this <laughs> it's not that good <laughs> um, right but everybody's gonna have their opinion yeah, I'm, I'm on this whole, uh, I would rather eat a pot of water with a fork than care if anybody likes me. <laughs> <laughs> if you are doing any of this for, you know, to gain, like, you know, to gain fame or notoriety or have everybody like your shit, you're in the wrong, you're in the wrong venue. I mean, there's a, there's some, there's such thing as glory. People can take it. That's cool. <laughs> they can have their fun, but, you know, there's a real talent sometimes that is required depending on where you ask for your glory, you know? Hell yeah. Jackson Place. This seems like a good place to end it. Got you. Um, what? Wh- how can people find you? Um, what's all your info? Yeah, um, I'm on Instagram. Forever supported. One word. Um, Facebook. Jackson Place. Jackson B Place. Also is my um, music page. Go ahead and like that. Um, I'm on every platform streaming wise. Jackson Place. Forever supported. Appreciate y'all. Hell yeah. And you you have new music coming up pretty soon. You said right. So I'm working on it. Yes, definitely. I got a. I want to release with my beats. So okay. I'm trying to. Sorry, I didn't want to like pre-release. Anything. No, you're good. <laughs> it, anything. Y'all will hear something. It's yes. probably going to be some singles. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. You got some shit cooking per usual. Oh yeah. It's been a pleasure, man. Definitely, bro. All right. Peace, everybody. Have a good one. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into today's episode with Jackson Place. Uh, hell of a time. Uh, he's quite a character. We, we had some good conversation. I feel bad. I feel like I went on one too many tangents, maybe. But, uh, I, th- I you know, I think it was good content. It was a good episode. So, st- oh, yeah. Stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have G7 and Hondra Bands both back on the podcast together. Yeah, that's right. I don't have it, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it's the case. Uh, so make sure to check that out. That will be, I, I know we kind of did upload, uh, instead of live. Usually I'm pretty good, uh, about keeping the stream, but, um, I had an extra day off of work. It's a Memorial day. I was like, like, I just need, I need two days off and I've been going nonstop since I moved in seven days a week. I need fucking two days off. So, um, and Jackson actually was, um, no, he didn't say in the podcast. He's going. He's going to Denver for Memorial Day. So uh, we, you know, so we thought maybe we would do this in the middle of the week. So that worked out. <sighs> all right, everybody. Uh, hope you all been chilling, smoking, drinking. You know what we doing. All right, everybody. Peace.